Welcome back to episode 197 of Your Best Year Starts here with me, Neil Martin, and my good friend, Mr. Nigel Risner. And Nigel, some people would have noticed that we're um, a week late. Yeah, and that's all down to me. Um, there, there, it's really interesting because this should be episode one nine eight, but it's one nine seven because I wasn't around last week, but I was here last week. But as per normal, things happen in life, and you have to make a decision: will will you be forgiven, or will you fight through the pain? And between me, my father, my brother, and, and a whole family of cacophony of illnesses. I had to make the risk of saying, I just don't think I can do it. But what's worse is that I probably knew I couldn't do it, and I still didn't say anything. And that's a real <laughs> tragedy. So I'm hands up, apologies, it's all me, nothing to do with Neil. Um, my, my father hasn't been well, but that's a separate story. Um, but sometimes in life, and this is, uh, this is not an apology in that sense, because I'm fessing up, I messed up. But sometimes you just have to make a decision, I can't do it. Yep. And, and and there's a there's a poem and I can't remember who wrote it about when's the time to quit and sometimes it's okay to quit providing you know why you're quitting and you're not just giving up and I didn't want to give up on the whole series because we're nearly episode two hundred etc cetera, etc cetera. but mentally physically I just couldn't make it last week yep we should have done a little one minute apology but that just would have sounded ridiculous so my fault but it got me thinking that I wonder how many people you know you've got parents taking their kids back to school we've got three months more really, you know, September, October, November, and half of December for the end of this year. Are there things we should be stopping doing that just aren't servicing us? Yep. And are there things that we should continue if we just put a bit more effort in and say, you know, I'm back on my diet because that's important from a health point of view. But there are other projects which I'm, you know, I was asked to write another book with someone else and I'm not, I'm not doing it because I don't have the time and I don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. And I've just acknowledged I don't want to do it, so I'm not. But very often we just continue because we think we should and if you're a motivational speaker or coach and you've been embedded with this you can never give up well you know what sometimes it's not giving up it's just acknowledging this isn't servicing me my family my faith my religion whatever it might be and there are some things you just got to quit yeah i I think i I think the other thing is people who are listening please recognize i'm not saying give up when you're two yards to go to the finish line but i'm saying there are things it is okay to quit acknowledge this isn't servicing you yeah well i i think the other thing i was going to say is you know it's always family first and health first yeah and actually it's probably you know in reality it's your own health first then it's your family then it's everything else right and if there are issues around your own health you have to address those first if there are issues around family you have to address those first now i i have worked with people in the past that have a different view on some of that stuff um and you know that's back into alignment of values and all of that kind of stuff and we you know we won't go there today but for me you know the, the messages that we we did exchange in trying to schedule this it was like it's fine you know it's fine because the things that are in the way are more important than this and that's not me saying this isn't important and for everyone that's listening in fact for all the people that message saying where's the episode is there something gone wrong with google podcast or is there something gone wrong with spotify or whatever um you know yeah it's important for us to do this 
but there are other things that will take priority and it's just like in all of our lives it's like you know what it's that thing of like time management people talk about managing time you don't manage time you manage what you do with your time you manage the choices you make within the time you have because we all have the same amount of time right and you know i i know for me there are certain things in life where when i look back i go i wish i'd spent more time on x rather than on y and i think that's quite a normal thing and something like this it's like actually you know what's the real priority right now um and you know your 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 reasons for not being here were, were very very valid ones very valid ones that's very kind of you to say that thank you very much indeed on behalf of the risen family thank you so much <laughs> <laughs> so what i'd like people to consider especially coming up to you know the end of 2022 which sounds bizarre when we're only in september is that if you want to be ready for 2023 what things do you need to let go of what things do you need to enhance? Where do you need support? And, and genuinely, is that the importance and priority of 2023? Mm. Health is always going to be important for people. You know, whether it's writing a book or doing a podcast or getting a new marketing department or getting new AdWords or doing a new website, whatever it might be. But you've got to be really clear that it's not going to happen overnight. It's going to take time. So I'm nearly giving you permission that you've got three and a half months to get your act together if you want 2023 to be your best year ever. Well, because I, it's not, yeah, it's I, I mean, overnight. I mean, I, I almost, I'd almost go so far as to say, you know, we, we, as we get towards the end of September, I mean, this is still early September, but as we get towards the end of September, you know, how well did you do on the last quarter, the last 90 days? What's your plan for the next 90 days? Do you have one? Because you've got three months of the year left. You know, I, have you planned how you're going to use that? Or are you going to get to the end of the year and go, I could have achieved more? Or do what most people do, which is in those nine days of that little holiday period, really ramp up their activity. Yeah. And then realize you can't get hold of people. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, you know, what what's the what's the right thing for you, you know? Um and I think also tied in with that, you know, in, in preparation for Christmas. Okay. You know, a, a lot of people don't work between, you know, Christmas and New Year, whether that's the 22nd, 23rd, whatever, through to the 2nd, 3rd, 4th of January. There's a lot of businesses, a lot of organisations that are just closed, right? I mean, obviously not retail, hospitality, whatever, but there's, there's a lot of other businesses that just closed during that time. It's well, interesting year, to see, what I was going to say is it's interesting to see the amount of activity that Christmas is slightly different, but normally if there's any kind of like closure or holiday, it's always interesting how much activity happens in the run up to it. Because it's kind of like everyone wants to close everything off before, yeah, like before there's that, you know, that hard line in the sand that says stop. Because nobody wants to leave something half done for like 10 days, two weeks, right? And so the the momentum that can come, Christmas is always a bit different because of party season and all, you know, networking lunches and all that kind of stuff. But it, it's that ramp up to a deadline that makes a lot of things happen. So, you know, if you know, for example, for you, personal life, business life, whatever, if you know for you that Christmas actually doesn't give you that hard deadline in that same way, set your deadline a week earlier. You know, so what have you, what have you got to get done by the 18th? or the 17th, or whatever it is, of December. I was just looking at my calendar, you know? because this year, virtually, people are going to stop on the 22nd of December, yep. and they're not going to go back until at least the 3rd or the 4th of January. That's right. quite a long period. Yeah, exactly. And there'll be people who take off the extra two days, which means they're not going to go back, I'm just looking at this, till like the 9th of January. Yep. So if you're hoping that people are going to support you over that time, be aware. Yep. And if you're going to take a break, that's a very long break to be able to take. Yep. 
to get your health ready, to get your exercise routines ready, to get your websites redone, etc. Whatever, yeah, whatever it is you, you whatever you need to do. But I, I think for me, the bigger thing is, what is your deadline for the end of the year? Like, when does your year end? Because it probably isn't the 31st of December. I mean, it might be like a physical year end, but in terms of your activity, when does your activity for the year end? Um, you know, when does the final three months, 90 days, whatever for that start? Because if you end on the 12th or the 19th, you probably need to start on like the 12th or the 19th of this month, you know, which is like a week away or something like that, right? A week, two weeks away. And do you have a plan for what you want to achieve during that time for you, for your team, for the people around you, you know, in your personal life and your professional life, yeah, all areas of your life? What, what are your goals and are you going to achieve them? And yeah, we talked lots about goal setting and all that kind of stuff before. And yeah, we've talked about my preference for the word outcome over the word goal. We've talked about all that kind of stuff. And there's loads of episodes if you want to go back and find them. The point I want to make here is, you know, what are you going to do that means that on January the 1st, you're not disappointed with 2022? There you go. That's the way to put it. Well, that's the big question. What needs to happen between now and the 31st of December for you to say, this has been a great year. Yeah. And it's going to be a tough year for people financially, spiritually, emotionally, whatever it might be. You know, people are going through big stuff. Yep. But if you want to make it 5% even better, you better really start motoring from today. Yeah. I think, not not we should leave this episode with that, but that's the point where we go, 5% activity from today to ramp up these next 90 days so that you give yourself the best opportunity to close the year with that disappointment and start the year with excitement. Do you know what? You, you're just giving me something to to, to mention here. It, it's related, but not directly related. Okay. Um, park run. Okay. I don't know if you've ever, if you've ever done a park run or if you're listening, if you've ever done, that wasn't just at Nigel, that was to anyone that's listening. I don't know if you've ever done a park run. Um, I have now. Okay. Only recently. Now, bear in mind, I've run ultra marathons. So I've, you know, the longest event I ever did was 107 miles long. It was a multi-day event. Most I've done in a single day was about 65 miles in a single day of running. Yeah, pretty insane stuff. 2016, I had a serious uh, ankle injury that kind of removed my ability to run for quite some time. And I've been slowly getting back into running. So I've been running park runs, 5K park runs, okay? And, you know, the first one I did, I walked some of it. I ran some of it and I walked some of it. You know, second one, I, I ran less. Uh, sorry, I ran more and I walked less, you know, and kind of built up. Last weekend, okay, last weekend was the first one. was the first one where I've run the whole thing. Now, still slower than I used to run when I was running before my injury, but I ran the whole thing. But here's the thing. I sprinted to the finish line. And thinking about what we were just saying about this year, you know, if you've been part walk, part run, you know, or even just running at a steady pace, you can now start to see the finish line for the year. And it's almost like, what's your what, what's your thing that's going to sprint you over that line and get you that extra little bit of momentum, that extra bit that gets you closer to like a personal best, you know, that feeling of I've really achieved something. And I will, again, be really honest here. Park run last weekend, I could see the finish line and I thought, right, that's it. I'm sprinting for the end, right? I'm sprinting for the end. I was racing someone that I'm convinced was older than my mum that was keeping up with me. And it made me go, I, I need to do, I need to practice this a lot more. <laughs> well, you know, in our house, you know? there's a picture of my wife doing the marathon, being overtaken by virtually the oldest woman. Yeah. And that's the only picture we've got of her doing the marathon. <laughs> yeah. It just sums up the whole marathon experience. Yeah. yeah. But it is interesting. If you watch the European or the Commonwealth or the World Championships, when people do like the 5,000 or 10,000 metres, 
it is amazing the energy people have in the last 100 metres to try and hit their time. Exactly. And when I love looking, doesn't matter where they come, I love looking at people who get personal bests. Yep. Because how phenomenal, doesn't matter where you come, you've now beaten your best ever time. And on one of the events, every single person, including the person who was last, got a personal best. And I thought, what a great way to leave a championship. Yep. Bearing in mind, the world is phenomenal, the yep. Europeans are phenomenal, the Commonwealth, but you're doing 5,000 metres and you beat your personal best. And some people buy more than 10, 20 seconds. Yep. At the end of a five or 10,000 metre race, yep. which gives us all hope that there's a little bit more always in our tank. Is that always reminds me of my car? You know, there's always a little bit more petrol when it says when it, se- when it says there's left. two miles left. You normally get four or five, right? Um, not always, but normally, you know. And if you've ever had the yeah, experience yeah, of running out completely, don't yeah, try this at home. I was going to say, if you've ever had the experience of running out completely, it's not fun. You know, yeah. it, it has happened to me. So, but yeah, it's it is that thing of you know, what's that last little push you can give yourself? Where's that last little push you can give yourself as we get towards the end of this year? You know, whether that's and whether that's you thinking ahead to next year. So, you know, it might be the push you give yourself this year is to actually line yourself up better for next year. Or it might be something you said you were going to do this year that you haven't made as much progress with as you as you hope to. Like, How do you speed it up and get yourself closer to that outcome before the end of the year? Whatever it is, it's going to be personal to you. It's going to be something you need to decide, right? But what is it and what can you do in the next 90 days to make it happen? And I think and that's probably where we should leave this. Just crank it up. I'll leave it at that. Just crank it up. Okay, let's crank up the music. Um, Let's play our little outro theme. And you know what to do. If you've enjoyed this episode, share it with your friends, all that good stuff. Help us get this message out far and wide. And we will see you next week for another episode of Your Best Year Starts Here. Your Best Year Starts Right Here.